What's going on, everybody? Welcome to, I'm just going to call it right now, a very extremely extensive episode of Clock Radio Speakers. Go ahead and get some popcorn, get a nice <laughs> non-alcoholic beverage um, uh, with a, um, and out of a champagne glass or something. Um, you know, get you some, it, can, you, can you eat like Wendy's or something or like a hamburger or something and then drink your, your sweet tea out of a champagne glass? Is that, is that proper clock radio speakers etiquette, Doc? No, no. Get, a, get away from the Wendy's. Get away from the sweet tea. Nah, man. What do you, we don't need to have like a food episode. We, we already we do ha- need to have a food episode. No, because people get mad enough we talk about like the Super Bowl and everything. And now you want to bring uh, food into the equation. Whatever. I mean. Yo, they can, they can be mad, yo. I don't care. <laughs> we are we are a non we are a one stop shop for all things important to the culture, for the people, the four elements of clock yeah, radio four- speakers. <laughs> uh, I'm surprised you haven't like flipped the the theme song should be a flip of like I don't know, like Africa Bambata or something like that. I could and just I could just, uh, I could just loop Nautilus for five minutes. Um, hey. you. You gonna intro the? Yeah, I mean, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, Clock Radio Speakers. <laughs> I know I sound so enthused. <laughs> <laughs> ClockRadioSpeakers.com, powered by Tumblr. If you are on Tumblr, please follow us on Clock Radio Speakers and share the show with your friends. Thank you to everybody who hits me up and tells me that they share our shows on Tumblr. We appreciate it. Um, uh, uh, official Twitter, CRS Podcast. Follow us there. My Twitter is at Armand A R M O N D. Wake up. Uh, every Sunday night, four to six. Oh, I'm sorry. Woo, woo, woo. That's old. That's old time. That's old time. Um, ten to twelve, ten p.m. to twelve a.m. every Sunday night. Clock Radio Speakers Mix Show, where I play all of the records that uh, we talk about on on the the, the previous show, and uh, of course Facebook.com because you know we are there with all of the single mothers, um, fake pastors, and who else is on Facebook? <laughs> College girls. No. Um. Oh, that's that's the old Facebook. It's the that's old like, Facebook. Yeah, it's like 08 Facebook. So what's the new Facebook? Oh, single, you know what it is? Only single mothers. No, no, no. And- it's 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 actually just moms at home with their kids. You know how many? You know, like I, I love all of my friends. They're all great, but it's you know scrolling through. It's just like I, I'm looking. I'm like. I'm gonna have to go to that kid's birthday party and that <laughs> kid's birthday party and that you know. Oh man! Day day to day updates on. I mean, we still do that. That was cool for like, like two months. Like, oh, this just it, it's it's funny. I, I know we talked about this. We have a show called what was it called? Twitter is Twitter's cocaine. Twitter's <laughs> cocaine. Fantastic episode. But you know, we it's weird how we just kind of you know misplace social media. Like, oh, it's just Twitter. Oh, it's just Facebook. But then when something relevant happens in your life and even if it's irrelevant that's the first place you go to talk about it but anyway yeah i'm not course. i'm not one to talk because i'm sitting there posting pictures of my cat on, nah, it's on, all good. on instagram like it's you know do you ju- do you say i don't think you say it's just facebook it's just twitter you acknowledge the power and the in the reach that social media has yeah so that's not really for you you post away you know what i'm saying <laughs> i'm just talking about the people who are like ah it's just twitter it's just facebook but then you know they're always on it they're addicted man so. Uh, anyway, everybody can follow me on uh, Twitter as well. Doc underscore beats S not a Z. Uh, I, I realize that I, I need a T-shirt that says S not a Z. Like I should I should make a logo out of that. We're gonna brand that. <laughs> We're totally gonna brand it. You was dropping some jewels earlier this week. What was I saying? Some of those samples. Oh man, I, I go on sample benches and all of a sudden you know, who sampled is a rabbit hole of uh, uh, of dope samples. Yeah, um, you can get stuck. You can get stuck in there. Yeah, they need to sponsor this show. Shout out to who sampled. Um. 
But uh, I'm trying to think of anything else. Uh, don't forget, you know, search for us on iTunes. You can obviously get the show from there, but rate and review us as well. Yes. Um, I think that's it, man. What's going on? A lot. Yeah, this is a very extensive episode. Are we doing two episodes? Is this I one? Guess it, it, we'll we'll it, see it, how the first episode we'll goes. We'll see we, how it goes. We have, we have current events that we want to talk about, and then we're also going to finish off, I think we're going to finish off, uh, our DJ premiere retrospective, if you didn't listen to part one, where we cover pretty much, what, 1989 to like 95, 96. Yep. Um, that's on clockradiospeakers.com. You know, we, we goofed last week. We missed a couple key albums, apparently. It's a lot to we go through. We done goofed. We done goofed. Um, so we're going to make up for that today. And then we're also, I think we're picking up basically roughly middle of 96. And we're, you know, now we're getting into, I'm, I'm, I'm going into total stand mode this week. I'm going to apologize in advance. Um, some of these beats, I, you know, our mom may have to cut me off. Um, but it's no, all I'm going to let I'm going to let you run. I'm going to let you ride. You know, why I'm going to let you ride, Pauls, because <laughs> you, again, you're you are known for being all oh, you guys. You it, again, I heard about I heard it again this week that you guys hate everything. No, we don't. You guys just don't listen to the episodes where we talk about stuff that we like. No, let me let me adjust this real quick. I, I there was some people. I'm not even gonna, I'm not trying to name it. People were saying, you know, I'm negative about certain things like this. Like, you know, when we talk about Joe Budden's album, I, look, I, I think people have just lowered their expectations. Like, like well, we I'm got your, we got Joe Budden slander. You, you're a Joe Budden fan, right? I am a Joe Budden fan. All yeah, right. and and I, I'm probably harder on him, pause, than you are. But like, you acknowledge that listening to that album, that's not exactly why you became a Joe Budden fan. No, I don't I, think I, it's unhealthy to acknowledge that. No, I, I don't. I, like I said last week, I, w- I wasn't mad at the direction that he went in. It, it was just I, I want to see Joe Budden rap about different topics other than, you know, all the scars on his wrist. Like, I want to I want to I want to hear that from him. It just wasn't executed as well as I would have liked it to have been. I think Joe Budden is an incredible lyricist, but he's a decent song maker. And that's consistent across the board unless he's in his wheelhouse, which is a very emo moody beat and he's rapping 88 bars like that's just what it is i I, see i think i think he could have like i think he actually had the right idea you know i think he clearly whether it's the reality show whether it's his his presence on twitter or whatever he clearly has this female fan base absolutely that has emerged so he had the right idea he was just trend chasing yeah right but you can go back and listen to our critique (laughs) on that was one of the episodes we did last week, right? Yeah, that was. Yeah. Um, was that yeah. last? Yeah, that was, was last week. week man. Sure was. Yeah, because I played. I played it on the show because I talked to Rich. Shout out to Rich Nice at Pulse Radio. Talked to him about um, the uh, about the Bud album, or whatever. Um, but yeah, and and he uh, his his numbers came back in. Actually, speaking of Bud, his first week numbers are in. Um, he did twenty nine thousand records. Twenty nine thousand. Yep. So where does that where does that place him on the charts? Do we have an idea? I don't have a chart. All right, hold on. I'm, I'm sure. Yeah, we're going to Hits Daily Double. Shoot, that might get him in like top, <laughs> like top three the way, the way things is looking. Uh, that's top fifteen on the overall chart. Okay. Um, which isn't you know at all. It's not terrible. Um, I, I'm not mad. You know, I'm not mad at it. I'm 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 factoring in a few things. Okay. Number one, there is no 
there's no video there's limited radio i know you talked about eh, videos don't matter anymore but i still think video i still think people care people care about videos more than we do you where, where are they watching these videos youtube dog okay youtube vivo vivo <laughs> Okay. Um, world star. Um, so no, for real, for real. All right. Um, but there was no video until the day of the album's release. Um, okay. that awkward she don't put it down video. Oh man, I finally watched that. Oh man, is that not the most hilariously awkward video you've seen? It's like you know standard cliche rapper video, and you know complete with Joe Budden having one of the um, Joe Budden. Joe Joe Burden Joe Biden with one of the uh, <laughs> like that that beard line is uh, it's aggressively um, <laughs> it's just like it's like get up the magic there's someone that just drew a line down his cheek um it's the it's the New York it's the New Jersey it's the New Jersey um anyway he's doing the typical you know I got this girl and everything and then all of a sudden it's you know Lil Wayne in front of a green screen you know and it's like post apocalyptic and you're like uh, yeah all right he um, didn't he didn't look engaged. The funny part about it, first off, so Joe Budden obviously has the only mansion, the only fully functioning mansion available in the post-apocalyptic <laughs> world. <laughs> so after the world ends and, and Earth is in pure and utter chaos and disarray, Joe Budden is at the top of his mountain with Tank and Fabulous. And Little Wayne. To- and then Little Wayne, what is he like? Just flo- Is that like a... He's just floating around. Floating he's around. Legend or something. I don't know. <laughs> he's trying to get stuff to work. He's trying to like plug in. He's like trying to plug in his his charge his phone charge into the into the wall and it's not working. He's trying to figure out why. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, you it know, because it's 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 the apocalypse. Um, right. And it's not like he's gonna you know get a signal and call people unless he calls Joe and asks where his apartment is or where his mansion is so we can <laughs> come shoot the video. Because she because she don't put it down. Right, yeah. of course, she don't yeah. put it down, not at all. The yeah. funny part about it, the last thing I'm going to say about the video was during Wayne's verse, the funny part is how they spliced in parts of them like this. <laughs> so the world ends, and you guys are not only in a mansion, but you guys are dancing around Ferraris and Lamborghinis with attractive women in, you know, in a club. Because he has a club in his mansion. Who doesn't, Armand? <laughs> My bad. Um. Stupid me. Here at here at Doc World Headquarters, you know, we've got the we've got the club downstairs. <laughs> well um, you live in Connecticut, you know, you go see does fifty still own that house? I don't know. I don't even know. I I mean it would make sense because if you I mean, the economy wasn't exactly great for big houses like that for the past couple of years, so who knows? Right. Does he live close to Vince? No, not at all. Where does Vince live? He lives down in uh I'm, I'm assuming the Greenwich area, right? Oh, man. Southwestern part of the state. I, st- I got to find that beat that you made where you sampled the Main Street Posse. Sounds like a, uh, a, 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 a C-grade RZA beat from, ni- from, uh, from Tikal. <laughs> uh, I might have to do that. We might do that. We might do Main Street. And I'll just do the... Yeah. yeah. Do that in between my, my, my verses. <laughs> We're really going to do this parody album. Oh, you're, man. You're joking. I know you're kind of lightweight joking, but you've tossed way too many ideas in the last few weeks for us to not do one but anyway um we, we got some new, we got some new music out yeah we have some new music who who's dropping new music son well we got a video from from your man aubrey um i think drake's just trying to create uh videos that are nothing more than uh, animated gifs um listen he's just having fun out there he is um remember when drake videos used to suck 
then they were really like Over's video was really awkward. I don't um, remember Over having a video. Yeah, he was like sitting. He was like sitting on the edge of a bed, and it was like he had like this projector looking. Like it was back when Drake was like taking himself entirely too serious. Well, he. I mean, he's getting a little better at looking the camera head on. He's not like quite there. Yeah. Um. Now I just remember like the uh, well, of course, best I ever had video. I, somehow they messed that up. I just don't even know. Yeah. yeah. Shout out to what Kanye. Else? He just wanted breasts in the video. Um. What what other awkward videos did he really have? Uh, Find Your Love wasn't that awkward. No, that uh, was that was alright. But all um, right. but this is a uh, this is actually like a real video. I like this video. I don't need. I don't know why it needs to be five minutes. I don't know why the last two minutes exist. You, you're cool. You're cool. You're cool with the little uh, interlude with his boys. Yeah, I I like stuff like that. Yeah, those those are, that reminds me of you know uh, Red Man's I'll be that with the chick on the very, bike. Like very much like Red Man, absolutely. Yeah, especially so like him sort of you know being at the you know working at the drugstore or whatever. Like that's yep. very very right out of Red Man's. Uh, but that's little X. Oh, you're right. That is little. He's, I'm sorry. Now he's director X. Get it right, son. Get it right. Um, you remember when it was you know you went to hype if you had the big big budget, but when yep. you needed those visuals on a slightly smaller budget. Like if if you didn't get the full like two million dollar advance from Def Jam for the video, like you had to knock it down. You went to Little X. Yep, you went to Little X. Who was the other guy? Wasn't it a white guy? The the I know there was Brent Ratner. Brent Ratner, that's the guy I'm thinking of. Brent Ratner. Um, I know Mick G used to do a lot of like rock pop videos at one point. Oh yeah, like Blink. Let me. Um, Blink one eighty two. Not Blink one eighty two. What's the guy's name? Mark Um, McGrath. um, Sugar Sugar Ray. Thank you, Sugar Sugar Ray. Yeah, sorry, we just we just went on a late nineties name drop binge. Um It's all good. Shout out to pop up video. <laughs> love pop up video. <laughs> love pop up video. Um, so how how are you feeling about the Drake song now? I feel, like it now. It feeling a little bit better? Yeah, the storm the storm has has passed over. Okay. Um and you heard he announced the, the title of his new album. I did. What's the title again? Nothing was the same, I believe. Nothing was I believe the same. it's not in that title, it was just nothing was the same. Okay. But yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I, I think the, I think the video, um, you know, it, it, I think it, I think it's, I think it's good for the song. I, yeah. I still want to see sort of what comes next. Yes. Right. But, um, but I think this, Drake sort of rolls his new music out slowly, typically. Yes. Um, yeah. Cause I was really trying to pinpoint and figure out, all right, when is this going to come out? He, he still, he, he could take his time. He's Okay. Um, so what do you think in summer early summer summer at the earliest wow when did when, what was it what was the, the the stretch between headlines and um take care because take care dropped october 24th right yeah. oh so yeah i guess this is kind of like the headlines for this album right yeah this is headlines all right hold on this is headlines this is over yep so well, let's see here headlines yeah see headlines dropped august 9th and then mm. November 15th is when Take Care actually came out. Well, oh, right, right, because they pushed it back. Well, yep. look, look, look. <laughs> they got to shut down the buildings. Drake can't come out. Artists can come out next month. We're, we're referring to your man, Justin Timberlake. It's, it's a wrap. He's got, the, he's, got spring, he's got spring and pretty much half of summer already locked down. Yeah, I wouldn't release too much in, uh, in March. 
Nah. He's going to do big numbers. It's huge. Huge. Um, you know, the Grammy performances, which we'll talk about a little bit later. Yeah. Um, he, he's leaking some songs out. Yeah. He's, he's performing. Um, he performed Push a Lover Girl a few times. He performed it at the Grammys. Yep. And he also performed. He's been performing at like little like Grammy parties and stuff like that all weekend. Yep. And then immediately after the Grammys, he drops a record called Mirrors. Mirrors. What was your um, reaction when you heard Mirrors? Well, first off, my rea- my initial reaction was, "Wow, this song is eight minutes long." And then I thought of Pyramids. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, I, it's not. I mean, it's not unexpected for me to like. I think about songs off his last album. Right where he had the transition, yeah. I knew that there was going to be something coming up. Um, what what immediately struck to me, I was like, "Oh, hey, it's the Crimea River drums." Um, yeah, and then and then I I cut it off shortly after because I the fact that this album is only twelve tracks, I really want to be surprised. And now I've heard up until this point, you know, three records, two and a half records, and I don't want to do that. So I didn't hear the whole record. I heard like the first maybe minute and I was like, okay, this is cool. And then I cut it off. Oh, so you didn't even hear the part that I tried to sample. <laughs> nah, I didn't. <laughs> so tra- that's what that was? Yeah. That's the inner, it's a, it's a bridge. Oh man. Th- this record transforms. Um, I will say this. So, you know, I, I try to run some of these tracks by my, my lovely wife. Uh, she heard this and she was immediately like, oh, I like this. Um, okay. I suspect because this reminds people of older Timberlake, and that's kind of what he has to do, right? I think he needs a little bit of that. Um, I don't think you want too much of that. This mirrors is really like a perfect hybrid between Crimey River and say something like "What Goes Around." Mm. That's what it feels like to me, mm-hmm. um, and that's cool. But I don't, you know, I'm, I hope he also pushes in a new direction. Yeah, I, I also hope that he doesn't release any more songs. Well, don't you think Push a Lover Girl is a um, a different type of record? I don't I don't hear that on any of his previous albums. Um I guess so, yeah. I, I like Push a Lover Girl. I think the organ on it is fantastic. Um But I guess I would say like so suit and tie sounds one way, mirror sounds one way, and push a lover sound push a lover girl sounds another way. I I hope he just stops right here. Like yeah. I you're right, it's twelve tracks. Um, although, uh, if you saw the commercial during the Grammys, uh, Target's going to have some deluxe edition or whatever. So there's going to be extra tracks. But still. Yeah, well, you know. But, you know, we sh- he needs to stop right now. Like, this album doesn't come out for another month. I'm surprised we got Mirrors now. I am too. Well, do you think that he, do you think that he had to do something after the Grammys? He could have released Push a Love Girl. That's what I thought he would have did. Um, but That actually would have been smarter. Because Mirrors feels like a single to me. Mm. Um, and so why do you put that out when Suit and Tie, despite whatever flaws Suit and Tie might have, to you, Jay's verse is a little awkward. Um, it is. <laughs> it's a little awkward. Um, oh, man. But, um, you know, Suit and Tie has momentum. Right, Absolutely. they don't need a single to come in and rescue anything. Not at all. So, uh, you know, who knows? Right? Maybe they've got so many tracks that mirrors ends up being like a throwaway, or you know, who knows? Um, nah, that, that's on. They, I mean, they leaked the track listing. That's true. Is that that's on the uh, that is in the track listing? Um, it is. I, I, I believe so. Yeah. 
Now you make me go look. I sound all unprepared on the air. Look at that. You're killing me. I'll be Everybody hears me uh, typing and Googling right now. That's every episode, dog. Listen. Every episode. We're doing um, something. Yeah, Mirrors is a uh, second to last track. There you go. Um. So, uh, yeah. I, how how do you how are you feeling about this this the rollout though for Timberlake? It's very all at once. Mm. It's very boom boom pow. <laughs> um, it I mean I mean, all right. Justin's coming out YouTube video. Um, you know leaks or rumors of a single. Then <gasps> Jay Z's on it, and then. He puts out the lyric video. Then that's not the official video. That's just the lyric video. They briefly announce, you know, of course the internet was going to catch that. They had that brief flash on the video of the release date of the album. The track listing, maybe what, like a, a, maybe a week and a half later, two weeks later. And then the Grammys, he's everywhere all Grammys weekend. Yep. Um, and now he's put out three records and this album comes out in a month. Um, yeah. Very, very zero to 60. It's, it seemed to me that right after the Grammys would have been a perfect time to release the uh, the video for Suit and Tie. Yes, because that was a lot of people's first time hearing that record. Everybody's sure. not on the internet and not on the radio like that. So, you know, especially in a in a music industry, you know, you want people to hear that. I, I totally agree with that. And then you leak out "Push Your Lover Girl" to us who've already heard and digested Suit and Tie. And may possibly want something else. And then, you, and then you know, two weeks before the album drops, here comes Maris. Right. Absolutely. Even though you, you, or you, can, you can at least leak that out maybe even a week or uh, two weeks or even a week, but not even push it to radio until April. Because Suit and Tie is going to go for a while on radio. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He's, he's in, like you said, he's in no rush. No. No um, rush. And he, he doesn't even have to, Maris doesn't even have to be the next single. You're right. Is it, is it single worthy to you? The reaction I've seen from from. From a certain fan base is, I think, yes. Now, better question. Mm-hmm. Is this Timberlake Thirst? Oh, well, I, I think the problem is, clearly the album is done. Yeah, clearly, it's, it's, um, yeah Danger, Danger Hands talked to somebody and he said that Tim, Tim played him the album uh, a while ago. It's been done. Yeah. And he's having trouble, like, sitting on it. Mm, hey, I can relate <laughs> to that. Um, I mean, did like if you we could talk? I guess we're sort of getting a little bit in the grammy. I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit more. But like, these he's clearly he's been practicing with the band. He's like doing these shows. He is ready. Oh, he's ready. Right. He's- I I suspect that if he like if he weren't Timberlake, right, a situation where you got to get suit, you got to give suit and tie time to like rev up, really to be like you know top one hundred, like before like they're dropping the they're dropping the album in March, not because they have to wait for anything to happen. But because they want to have the timing just right. Yep. So he, you know, it, it's sort of like an old school timeline for, for releasing music. Right. Awesome. But where the album's done. Yeah. Right. I bet you they're pressing up. Co- like they're, they're, they're not, they're not going to make any more changes to that album. They could release, they could put it on iTunes right now. I agree. Right. But they're, they're doing, they're, they're doing the, they got the commercial with Target. They're going to yeah. announce the tour. They're going to let yeah. Suit and Tie get speed at radio. Like this is an old school yeah. rollout. Yep, I agree with that. As but opposed he, to nowadays, where people are working on the album until a week before it drops. Yeah. Um, 
Now, does it run the risk of leaking super early? Because I think four was like that. Beyonce's album leaked dumb early because it was done and they decided to roll and they wanted to roll it out and it got in the, the quote unquote wrong hands. Um, first, well, if you remember the Blueprint 3 rollout, I don't know if I trust Timbaland's people. <laughs> right. Right. Um, the yeah. other sort of problem is he's Just already ghetto techno. <laughs> he's already doing commercials with Target. Yeah. Which means that he ha- he can't really I guess he could move up the timeline. But like Target's going to have like big marketing in-store promo stuff time for that date too. Yep. Yeah. They really got to keep this under lock and key. Yep. Right. Um well, yeah, I mean they've got to, you know, I think the fact that you know, I, I totally believe that labels are large, largely affecting or determining leaks and things of that nature for the most part. Um, and you've got – I lost my train of thought. You say uh, labels are, are determining the leaks? Labels are determining the leaks. What was I going to say? That's all right. Um, on the flip side though, he is a big enough artist where a leak won't kill him. Absolutely. The leak's not going to hurt him at all. Well, it, might, it might hurt a little bit. Because I think they're doing, like, he's releasing at a time of year when nobody else is going to release. He has staked out March. He, this, is a, this is a gigantic rollout. Suit and tie, I think, is going to get even bigger. I mean, it, I'm pro- it's probably already playing everywhere on radio. It's going it, to be gigantic. If anything, I mean, yes, people like it. But just the sheer force of, hey, it's Justin Timberlake and Jay-Z. Yep. Right? Th- there's just momentum behind just putting those two together, period. So... He has potential. This is this could be big opening week numbers. I I'm I'm thinking he at least does gold at least. I think he threatens a million. Ooh, he, really? I think we're. T- it's Justin. You don't think Justin Timberlake can put up Taylor Swift numbers? I just I didn't I didn't I didn't think of that, man. I'm not I'm not even gonna lie to you. I didn't think of that. But I'm not saying I'm not right. saying it's a given. But no, I'm no, saying no, if right. things has, go right, he sure. is he is one of the few artists left. Sure. Who can play in that level. Sure. Absolutely. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Especially since it's not a situation where he's coming back and there's a lukewarm response to the material. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, like I think about like when Eminem sort of took the hiatus and came back, people were kind of like, eh, eh. People, you think people were like that about recovery? People like it. it a little bit. I think bit. people were happy. I think people were happy that it wasn't um, the other albums before then. No, I agree. But I'm saying like he—that's an artist who, who used to be able to do a million first week, right? Do you think he did? Well, you—you've heard he's he's putting out an album after Memorial Day. Eminem. Yeah. Uh, uh, Ro- Rosen- yeah, Rosenberg said it. Uh you know, uh, who's producing? I'm he, gonna start right there. The only thing I heard was no ID, and I'm not excited because what happened with Just Blaze on Relapse. Where Just Blaze just made crappy renditions of Eminem beats. Uh, is it sad? I'd, I'd rather he said, "Oh yeah, it's gonna be me and the Bass Brothers." No, I <laughs> like oh. the, you know Eminem is a unique, you know, a unique rapper. Um, just stick to rapping. The the one last thing I want to say about Timberlake, we could talk a little bit about, about the performances when we talk about the Grammys later. Um, you, you wanted to compare when we talked before the show. You wanted to compare and contrast Timberlake with another artist. Who's, who was yeah. making a comeback? Who had you know some performances at award shows? Did some you know started doing you know popping up doing little shows here and there, getting a little buzz. D'Angelo, D'Angelo, your man, D'Angelo, my man, um, D'Angelo. 
it was really interesting that D'Angelo kind of had that brief. I don't even think people remember that he was just like out there like that. Um, and that's why I said Timberlake's pull out was very much in your face because D'Angelo kind of gave off that vibe that he was doing that. He was about to be in our face and the album was going to be out, you know, fourth quarter, early 2013. And then, you know, after the BET Awards, he did another show here or there mm. and he was done. We haven't heard anything from him since he performed a new song. You know, the song wasn't released. The name of it was very, the name of it got released, but it wasn't like officially press released. It was like, hey, Questlove, at Questlove, what was the name of that song you guys did? Oh, it's this. And then people retweeted. And that was like as far as it went. Um, so I, I think it's really interesting. I don't think it hurt D'Angelo by any stretch of the imagination. I just thought that the, 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 the contrasting of Timberlake's rollout and D'Angelo's rollout, because to a degree, they kind of have the same sort of pool R&B, you know, we're, we're, no. we're hearing. No, I'm, I'm saying this. Okay. Wait, hear me out. Hear all me right, out. Right, hear me right. out. It is painfully obvious, you and I have talked about this, that R&B is making a comeback. So you've got more, less techno, less, less, less Roxbury, and more Frank Ocean made an R&B album. Miguel made an R&B album. Um, Timberlake is making a point to make an R&B album. D'Angelo's obviously making a point to make an R&B album. We're, we're hearing more R&B because even when I said Destiny's Child, the song that they leaked was R&B, uh, Beyonce is probably going to do something this year. She has said that she wants to bring R&B back. Um, so I think that D'Angelo needs to be a part of that. New- he doesn't, he doesn't need, okay, I'll say this. He doesn't need to be a part of the nucleus for R&B's sake. He needs to be a part of that nucleus for D'Angelo's sake. He needs to be a part of that reemergence, that renaissance for his career. Um, so that's why I said he kind of sort of needs an angle other than, hey, it's D'Angelo because he can just do a bunch of BET Honors shows where he's just performing tributes to freaking, I don't know who they honor. Uh, I don't know, Halle Berry or something like that, where they just people just sing songs to her. And, oh, here's D'Angelo. That's cool. You know what I'm saying? He could be in that category just as easy as he could be on the upper echelon stratosphere of R&B. Could he cross over to pop? Eh, I'm not so sure about that. But can he be like the top five guy, top three guy in R&B? Absolutely he can. All right. First of all, I continue to reject your notion that that like there's this like R&B is somehow now coming back. You you just conveniently forgot how much we loved what the weekend was doing two years ago. <sighs> so once, weekend doesn't count. He's done. Because why? Because <laughs> his follow up, his follow up was trash. He didn't follow up on everything that he built up. He didn't follow up on it. Not to the degree that he should have. Not at all. And now he's already facing backlash. I'm seeing stuff here and there. He didn't do the. He didn't want to. He didn't want to do the Wiz video. That's why they don't have a record. Because he didn't want to do the video. So, like. I'm I'm cool off I'm cool off the weekend I'm cool off him I'm, no I'm I'm not saying you had to mention I'm just saying like this I don't really think that R and B necessarily disappeared I, when I think of R when I think of the weekend's music I don't I didn't get Magic Johnson the R R and B is back I was I that, that's what you sound like in this episode though you know you're 
Like, no, we, I, I'm like that with Timberlake and Beyonce, and yeah, I'm like that with them. But am I like that when I heard the Weekends music, where I was like, yes, this is gonna start a a trend of this, that, and the third? No, it was just at the time really dope music from a new artist. So that's interesting. Like I, I when I heard the Weekend, I was like, okay, so this is where we're going. I I did think that I did think that we were gonna go in that direction overall. I, I agree with that. Okay, but it it obviously didn't. Pan out that way. Um, I'd say there's elements. Yeah, elements, but not okay. to the not to the degree that I think maybe you and I were thinking. Like we thought that that was it, right? Like he was going to change the soundscape. People were going to important people were going to follow in his footsteps, similar to what Frank Ocean did, where he kind of bubbled a little bit. He popped up on Watch the Throne on Beyonce's album. He appeared with important people like Crew Love, you know, and then he was going to either write for somebody or guest appear on two. Or three really important singles blow up, and then everybody's doing the weekend thing, mm. and that didn't that didn't happen. And I think I, that's the weekend's fault. I, I don't disagree with that. Sp- speaking of R and B people making a comeback, yeah, your man Terius Nash, listen, is apparently so I, dropping a new single on Thursday, and he's dropping a new album. Yes, May seventh, supposedly. Yeah, wasn't what's the name of it? Foreplay. Foreplay. Okay. Okay. How do you feel about that dream stand? Really? Um, I I need is, something. Is this is this the twenty seven track Instagram album? <laughs> That's what I mean. I I don't know what we're gonna get. Um, I just I want to see where he's going. Me too. Um, please get back with Tricky Dream. If you listen to the show in some strange galaxy, whatever. Please bring, please get back with Tricky. I beg you. I beg of you. Yeah, I, so let's, so, you know, next week we'll report back and we'll talk about, uh, you know, assuming the single drops. Um, and we're going to talk a little bit more about the dream later on. Oh, speaking of singles, your man dropped the EP at four o'clock in the morning and then leaked it and said his single drops this week as well. I think, <laughs> listen, uh, Jumanji, Jamichael, Jamajesty Cole, Jibber jabber cold. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Uh, T. Jabberwocky. Jabberwocky cold. That's a good one. But so this is supposedly he's got this is all leftovers. It's apparently I haven't even listened. It's not mastered. It's not mixed necessarily. It's, not, it's just he threw some stuff in a folder and put it online basically. Yep, right. Yep. 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 Five tracks. It's called Yours Truly. Um, the oh. first song he's rapping over Lawn Hills to Zion. And then he claims it was from 2009. But he's rapping over Nas's stay. <laughs> but it's flipped the exact same way. Um, I'm not mad at him releasing an EP. I'm not either. Because who, who's, ta- who's talking about J. Cole right now? Not at all. Nobody. And so, if, I mean, if this is all, none of this stuff is, is anywhere near like, good enough to get on the album, which is sort of the implication, I, I think that's, a, that's, that's fine. Sure. Absolutely. Right. That's, the, that's what we all want out of, the, uh, out of music in the internet era, right? Where it's like, we, all right. Go ahead, sell the best stuff online, but for the for the fans, they want a catalog, right? They they want everything. They yeah. want the alternate, you know, takes in the studio. They want the remixes. They want the B sides. They want everything. Yeah. So yeah, it's fine. Yeah, but let's. I haven't heard it, so I mean, I can't judge the quality of it, but just the concept of it seems like a it's good not, idea, actually. It is a good idea. It's not bad. Um, just don't listen to it while you get ready for work in the morning. Um, Make you a little sleepy. <laughs> That threw me off. Um, 
No, what it it honestly it it threw my day off. I had a funky day because I heard it. Like the stuff that he was talking about was really heavy, and I don't want to hear that stuff at seven o'clock in the morning. <laughs> no, no, no joke. I'm not even trying to slander. Like that, he he's not spitting those cold, heating up like leftover lasagna bars. Like he's spitting. Okay, he's just well. That's encouraging. Content, yeah, definitely encouraging. It's just that the content is really Debbie Downer. Mm. And I don't want to hear that. I don't want to hear that right now. It's about to be hot outside. You should have did that in November, homie. As soon, <laughs> as, soon as we got that first snow, you should have been right there. L- like, l- hey, need l- a soundtrack? Listen, I- I'm sitting here swimming and like I've never seen so much snow in my life. We got, you I don't know, to- we got between like 30 inches and, 30, and three feet somewhere. Just unbelievable amounts of snow. Yeah, like, your inst- yeah, your Instagram was hilarious. Snow up to my, like past my kneecaps. That's not drifts. That's just like everywhere. That's crazy. Right? Snow drifts guys, that swallowed my entire car. Yeah, that that's the Instagram I was talking about. That was hilarious. Like I Did you did you are you guys clear? What do you mean clear? Like like are you guys driving or is the or is the city still shut down? It it took a while. There's still parts of Hartford that are like one lane only. Cause the problem is like where do you put the snow? Right. <laughs> it's a lot of snow. And then, you know, of course Monday when everybody tried to go back to work. Or some people tried to go back to work. Some places were still shut down, even on Monday, even though the storm ended like Saturday afternoon. Yeah. But you know, we got freezing rain, Ooh. so then everything like glossed over. Ooh. The hardest part was really just like it's stupid stuff, but like on and off ramps on the interstate. Yeah, it's all like what should be like one one lane plus like room on each side is really like three quarters of a lane, and there are yeah. cars that were abandoned in the snowstorm that have now been plowed over completely, and all you see is like the antenna sticking up. Wow. Um, it's a mess out here. I have never I, seen so much. The, and what was crazy about the snow is at first it looked like um, everybody who lives in the East Coast is sick of hearing about this. Um, at least where I'm at, it came like it, it, we had sun, like everybody closed on Friday because we were like, oh, a storm's coming. Nothing happened to like, you know, we got like a couple inches, maybe six inches by like seven o'clock at night. But then mm-hmm. the snow started coming at like ridiculous rates. Like I'm talking like four or five inches an hour. Wow. We got my, my coworker. Uh, who lives probably like I don't know ten miles from me? He said he went out and measured like pretty regularly. He got thirty one inches in. Wow, that's a ridiculous amount of snow. <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, he ended up with thirty seven. I was like, <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Um, so it's still plenty cold and desolate. Anybody wants to drop some grimy winter albums? This is a perfect time. Don't don't listen to to. God only shines on Sundays. Um, Yo, you know what it is, man? I mean, it's been in the 50s all week over here. 50s. So, you know, I'm actually, if we, got, if we got warm weather here, we just have a flood. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, you guys will be great. Yeah, because we got a really bad. Well, not really bad, not compared to yours. We got a few inches uh, last, no, two weeks ago. And then all last week, it just rained. It mm. was like 40, 50 degrees, and it just rained. It was like freaking Noah's Ark. It was crazy over here. But anyway. So... I know you were waiting with bated breath for your man Mac Miller and Prodigy. Did you listen to this song? No. Confessions of a Cash Register produced by I, I, Alchemist? I, I say I almost listened to it because when it was an Alchemist record, but then I went to bed. No, let me tell you. You need to listen to this beat. The beat is hard? This beat is crazy. Oh, man. And Prodigy kind of sounds like Prodigy. He, he, I, the last few records I've heard from Prodigy have been Rejuvenated P. Um... <laughs> Y'all, I hope he calls himself that. 
yeah. I just think it's funny. So used to call him Ballerina P, like they were doing oh, all man. when he was doing that um, Hollywood P and. Oh, oh man, <laughs> Hollywood P. Yeah, man. A- anyway, yeah. um, you know, yeah, Mac Miller and Prodigy. Who knew? Um, but uh, that yeah, that that that, that Alchemist record. <sighs> okay. My goodness. Um. And I think the last thing before the Grammys, we got to talk about your man, French Montana. Uh, him getting pushed back again? May 21st. May 21st. He's got a new single coming out with Nicki. Yep. Um, Freaks. So, you know, Pop Dad is a distant memory. Yeah. Um, Bet money this sounds just like Pop Dad. If they're smart, they try to recapture that, sure. Um, that, uh, that Mike Will made it beat, what was it, uh, Marble Floors? Yeah, that went nowhere fast. That went nowhere because it. It's not I, I a think single. People, I think people are tired of that lineup. I think that's part of it. I also think you know that's not really that that style of beat. Like you know, it was it was too hard. It was too urban. It was too urban. It was too but urban. then but then you got your man Drake rapping over ninety six QB pianos. But that's Drake though. Uh, just, and then I, that's. And I think that's why he balanced it with such simple rhymes and, and such a sing-songy hook. Because if he would have tried to like Lord knows it and like rapidly rap, it would have been too much. I also think that once you get to a certain stature, you can do that, right? Yes. Kanye could come out and do that. Yes, right there, he could, he could come out with a RZA produced track and it'd be super Wu Tang foreverish and people would love it. You're I right. Told- he he could rap over a '97 RZA like lost beat. Yep. Right. Net barely even updated, just straight as it is, yep. and just off the strength of it being Kanye West, he get radio play, and then produced by RZA because you know white people love Wu Tang Clan. It's true. So, I used to ha- I used to have a giant black hooded sweatshirt with a yellow Wu Tang logo on it during college. You still and, got some of your Wu wear, B? No, nah, man, I never have. Wu- I just had this bootleg hoodie that one of my best friends got for me off eBay, um, and uh, you know wear that around. You know, during like, you know, the cold, sort of like, you know, February, March nights where it's like warm enough to walk around, but not so warm that, you know, yep. that you're wearing shorts and everything like that. Yep. Going out drinking at UConn and man, white people who are drunk. Yeah. Wu-Tang forever. Um, the thing was trying to name all nine members. And then you listen, name, then you name the, the bonus members. Listen, like Capadonna and Redman. If you're listening to this show and you can't name all nine members in the order that RZA says it. On 36 Chambers, you should probably just pause the episode. I need you to go on Spotify, and I just need you to, to educate yourself. Nah, you need to go to the store, and you need to buy. Not the, not the digitally remastered version, the original 36 Chambers. No, part. no, you know, I'm, I'm trying to be modern. We can, we can give the kids the instant gratification. <laughs> I'm mad that's instant gratification as opposed to driving five minutes for Best Buy. But to the mall. Nah, man, I, I'm not. I'm not going to Best Buy. Nah, nah. Sn- th- nah, man. No, nobody goes. I I hate stores. The, the internet has us all spoiled. As soon as the internet figures, I know you can get this, but like nobody really, really does it. But as soon as like buying groceries become online becomes like mass market, like the thing to do, it's all over. I'm never going to a store again. That's crazy. I hate stores. Um, you ready to talk about the Grammys? Let's do it, man. All right. Um. We got a lot to talk about. You want, yeah, you want but, to talk about awards? You want to talk about performances? Where you want to start? Everything. Let's start with, I mean, since we were talking about Drake, let's start with Take Care winning Best Hip Hop Album of the Year. 
How do you feel about that? Um, it took me a minute to realize that, yes, Take Care is technically eligible for this Grammy Awards. Yeah. Well, can, can, can the people who run the Grammy Awards please fix this? You like, want it to be January to December. I don't understand how it's that hard. They're not like voting. They're not like handing like their 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 voting envelopes off to dudes on the Pony Express. Like this is 2013. <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can get votes tabulated in time. I don't know. Do you want an automated voting voting machine? <laughs> you want? I, the, was it the Oscars went uh, electronic this year? The Oscars yeah. have this figured out, right? Well, yeah, I mean, they, yeah, sure. Their awards are in a couple weeks, but like, it's not that much of a difference. Then they then they also. Were they the ones who also let Pharrell, um, you know, do the show? Pharrell. Yeah. Didn't Pharrell? Didn't Pharrell do the? Um, oh, like the music, the musical, like the musical director. Was that? Was that the? Was that the? Uh, the I, Oscars. I forget what show that was, but where he was like up with Sheila E, like drumming, like yeah, yeah. He was playing like all these weird Neptune's beats that I wanted to rap over. <laughs> the commercial breaks. As soon as I got my yo's off, that it would fade off and go into a commercial. The tide. You're hitting, you're hitting rewind real quick on the DVR, trying to loop it up. Oh my god, I looped up, um, I looped up um, Allure from the Fade the Black DVD because they played the instrumental. <laughs> yeah, I hooked that up and was like, yes, Allure. But anyway, but, the, the Grammys need to fix that because like nobody, like it's like, so as I understand, so Drake was eligible, but Kendrick wasn't, right? Yes. How is that even possible? Because what's crazy is it, it actually the I think it actually runs October first to September thirtieth. Mm. That is and the awards aren't even till February. Yeah. Ah that's just oh man. That just seems completely bizarre to me. I wanna look that up, make sure I got that right. How bizarre, how bizarre. Yeah. Yeah, it was October, so October 1st, 2011 to September 30th, 2012. Now, so, say, say those dates again, I'm sorry. October 1st, 2011 yep. to September 30th, 2012. So the entire fourth quarter. When did Kendrick come out? October. October, November. Will you let hip hop down? October 22nd, he Thank came you. out. See, on the board. No, um, so in other so words, the entire. A, a record industry that is historically built around dropping big name projects in the fourth quarter aren't even eligible for Grammys. Yeah, but do you want? Never mind. They could. They could figure. They could. I mean, I'm not saying. Okay, even if it doesn't go to January, like it just seems weird to me that. I mean, look, Take Care is a great album, but it came out 15 months ago, 14 months ago. Yeah, seems a little weird. Uh, I'm not. I'm not as mad. I mean, it could be better, but it's not. It's not life or death. Because what's crazy is like so. But I think of it in terms of like someone like Kendrick. He'll be there next year. And the buzz would like he'll already be on something else, or the buzz will be different. Like if Kendrick were to, if he gets nominated, like that 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 means something for him now. You know what I mean? He basically released it. Like if you're basically, I guess what it, you know, if you're at all interested in the Grammys, don't release your album in October. Right. I don't I don't know. Well, I guess it depends on how far they stretch the album out because we've talked about that. Sure. And even if they do, I'm just saying like, I, you know, like look at Frank Ocean. Right. So I'll jump ahead to his performance real quick. But like I thought his performance was really good. Um, Who's that? Frank Ocean. You thought that was good? I thought that was great. 
I love that song. I like that he did it differently. I like that it was weird. I like that it wasn't just a straight up performance of it. I liked it. A little pitchy at times. Yeah, not perfect. He he clearly has like, he gets nervous or something. Because he can sing. But I like that performance. And I, I'll wait. You know, are we going to talk, talk Frank Ocean now? We, we can jump into it real quick. Like, I like that because, see, now he gets to set up. Like, he's still releasing singles from the album. So he gets to use his performance to set him up. Whereas, like, someone like Kendrick, like, let's say he got nominated for a couple Grammys, right? That alone would do would, would give him some nice buzz right now selling this album. Yeah. Right. right? And who knows? You know, maybe he's doing a... Maybe he gets... Maybe he performs, but even if he doesn't. You know what I mean? But, like, you can use that to, like, to springboard it. I just... You know, that's what I mean in terms of, like, having the nomination... You know, saying, saying that this is a 2013 Grammy Awards for an album that came out in 2011. That's just... Sure. You know. Anyway... So you, uh, you obviously didn't like the Frank Ocean performance. It was terrible. That was not terrible. It was horrible. And I'll tell you why. Okay, go ahead. Nope. Nobody liked the Frank Ocean performance except for Frank Ocean fans. So nobody's going to give him the benefit of the doubt that you're giving him. Oh, it was pitchy. Oh, this, this and that. Well, in, in a couple of places. And, I mean, that was really oh, actually was, feedback, no, was, feedback I heard from other people. But it was, No, the, it wasn't pitchy. It was bad. It like, wasn't bad. At least half of his notes were off. And then the whistling at the end. The whistling at the end was pitchy, great. Pitchy and off too. I'm not, like to me, I get, what, I get what he was trying. See, him performing Forrest Gump lets me know that the letter was a freaking uh, publicity stunt. Like I talked about when it first came out. Like, I'm, I'm not mad at you using that angle to to sell your album or to promote your brand or whatever but then just call a spade a spade when people say hey are you using this angle don't be all gray area like i don't know i could but i couldn't be like just just call it out just stop being so fake deep to me the performance was totally believing your own hype i think the setup was great the you know the the look of it the you know the, the production of it was fantastic i just think that if he would have sang better, and he could have performed different songs than that. Me personally, I'm being biased. He could have had Sweet Life. He could have had a live band, and it would have been amazing. I think he would have killed that. Except and Sweet Life's not the next single. Sweet Life's not the <sighs> Sweet Life's not the next single. But at this point, you want what did he win a Grammy for? Best R&B album or something like that? He won some some BS Grammy. Hold on, let me look yeah. it up. <laughs> the Grammy, uh, the way they we're gonna talk about this in a minute. The way that they qualify, what they call like R and B albums, and they they have the weirdest. Um, yeah, they just talking about like the difference between song of the year and record of the year. No, I'm not even talking about that. I'm talking. Let me see. Can I find a list of the awards? That would actually be uh, useful. Huh? I know Robert, Robert Glasper won R and B of the year. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. I'm talking about that. Um, hold on. So they have like best no Frank Ocean won for best urban contemporary album. Yeah, that's <laughs> So what is that best black people we aren't scared of? Is that what that is? Um but best then if you but like if you look at best R&B album, the nominees, you know, Robert, so Robert Glasper experiment won, but the other nominees were R. Kelly, Tamia, Tyrese and Anthony Hamilton. Oh. <laughs> and whereas the urban contemporary album was Chris Brown, Miguel or Frank Ocean. Hmm. Interesting. AKA that's actually what R and B is. And this is what the old people want R and B to be. 
Mm. So when I hear you talking about R&B is back, I'm just going, mm-hmm. Mm. Okay, I got you. And then they even break down on the single side, like on the, on the, just the, the song side, they've got best R&B performance and then best traditional R&B performance. Because mm. they need to give Anita Baker some more nominees. Of course. Chill. You're not going to slander Anita Baker on my show, B. 2013 Anita Baker? Yes. You she, think gets you, pass, she gets a pass for Hey, her version of Tyrese's Lately was not bad. At that's all. what got nominated. There you go. I'm not mad at it. Nah, no slander for Anita Baker, B. None whatsoever. Not tolerated. All I'm saying, all I'm saying here is all I'm saying here is best R&B performance. I, I, yeah, I like I don't even understand how you're going to nominate and, and feature Frank Ocean and all this stuff, but I don't see a single Frank Ocean song on here. Like I, this sure. whole thing is a mess. But anyway. Sure. So um yeah, I, mean, I, I don't think but, Frank Ocean I don't think Frank Ocean is fake deep. You don't think he's fake you don't think he tries you don't think he's all shrouded in mystery and you know, like you don't, like come on. You you did you read his did you read his piece in the New York Times? I did. Wasn't that like super unnecessarily deep? It was deep for the sake of being deep. It was deep with no point. I think you're being too cynical. I'm not you're telling me that I'm being too sick. <laughs> I think you are. How so? I, I, I think he's... Re- I, I, he is... I truly think that he is... I don't want to use the word confused. I think he's still trying to figure out who the heck he is. I'll agree with that. I do. I'll agree with that. I don't... You know... I think you see it as sort of like a calculated like attempt to like use this confusion to try to sell records. I don't see it that way at all. I wouldn't be surprised if his team did that. If his Uh, team recognizes, Hey, look, this guy's unsure of himself. Let's use that to our advantage and promote his music to other unsure people, which is a decent amount of the world. All of us at one point or another are unsure of ourselves. That's a, no, I I, I mean, I think, I think they're going with Forrest Gump because people really like that song. I, you know what? And, and I'm I'm not even like I'm not even trying to make it about homosexuality because it's not like the the theme of the song and I, that's a totally separate issue. I mean, how he's rolling all of that out and the type. I mean, I know Frank Ocean fans like Forrest Gump, but to me, his performance should have been gaudy, gaudy, like Frank, like Frank Ocean gaudy, yeah. It was gaudy. It was, stri- it was, stri- it was stripped down. That's gaudy. No, stripped down was his performance at the MTV Awards. We was with, at the campfire with the singing, thinking about you on guitar. That's stripped down. That was actually, Even that, perf- that, was the, that was the worst live performance he's done. That was horrible. Yeah. This wasn't any better. Oh, this was definitely better. Nah. He, he got a lot of backlash. That's why he had, to, he had to address it on Twitter. Like, oh, I couldn't hear myself or something like that. He said, so I was pitchy. Nah, it was just it just wasn't. I'm not saying I'm not saying that Frank Ocean can't sing because you're right. Any other live performance I've seen him, he can sing. Absolutely, he can sing. This is just your moment. This is your one shining moment, NCAA tournament, Gus Johnson. Like this is your this is your time. And he should have just taken complete advantage of it. And it was just, you know, eh. Not even eh. It was just interesting. It just was. It was not. But and you don't like it, you don't like the song Forrest Gump. I don't like the song Forrest Gump. But I mean, I don't like a bunch of. I, a lot of those songs I heard that night were 
records that I had heard from the first time. I'd never heard of um, uh, uh, Mumford and Sons up until up until then. You never I'd heard had, of Mumford and Sons? I've heard of them, but I haven't heard of any of their music. Mm. You know, that was my first time seeing Alabama Shakes outside of you talking about them. They had a fantastic performance, even you know with your girl having a you know. <laughs> <laughs> she is an interesting person. She's hilarious. She spazzed at the end. That was hilarious. But, you know, shout out to Alabama Shakes. Um, they had a great performance. Um, who else had it? Um, Bruno Mars, the tribute to, Dam- to Bob Marley. That was a great performance. Bruno Mars is an excellent performer. He takes advantage of that. Last year at the Grammys was sort of his, his coming out party. He, he, he's a showman. He obviously watches James Brown, Jackie Wilson, all those things, and he puts all that into his shows, so he entertains the audience. I'm not saying that Frank Ocean needs to get out there with a full-fledged band and be doing choreography. That's obviously not who he is. But whatever you're going to do, just make sure that you do it right and correct. And this just wasn't a right and correct performance to me. I don't disagree with that. I, I understand what you're saying. The, the, the Bruno Mars performance, like I don't even know how that was a Bob Marley tribute until the very end. It was just kind of like, hey, we need an excuse to get Bruno Mars and Sting on the same, on the same right. stage together. Sting sounded <laughs> terrible. Sting sounded horrible. Um, I just I, when I heard because my my girl was at the house and she, I was doing like we were making dinner together and we were like going back and forth watching that and she was watching and I was doing something in the kitchen. I heard and I heard her say it's Sting and I really expected like <laughs> somebody in white face paint with a bat <laughs> to be descended from the rafters. <laughs> I was like, oh, Sting's back. I was like, oh, Sting, right. That thing. Yeah, he he was totally off, um, which is too bad because I mean, obviously, the reason why he's out there is that song was right in his wheelhouse. Absolutely. Um, and you know, and then they, then, then they did then they people... did a classic police song, and then right. eventually it's like, hey, everybody, we need to get the Marleys on stage so we can do a tribute. Why was there a tribute to Bob Marley? I don't know. They... The anniversary of and stuff. Um, your girl Alicia Keys performed. I didn't watch her performance. Mm. I'm cool off Alicia. I, I'm cool off of Alicia. Despite the, you know, that American Express's commercial attempt to get everybody to love on, you know, this girl's on fire. No. No. She, she died. She, they totally abandoned that song. Do you hear that anymore on the radio? Do you hear that anywhere? Mm. They tried. Because right. that's what she performed. Oh, is it? Uh-huh. Oh. Was she, uh, was she throwing out um, blackberries to the audience? <laughs> You, you, you see she accidentally tweeted from a, from what was it, either an, an iPhone or an, I, an iPad, and then she um, immediately like, claimed that uh, somebody hacked her account? Nah. Yup. Oh, get out of here. Yup. That's corny. Boo. Um, yes. Your man Miguel performed. He did. And I really thought this was going to be like his breakout night where people were going to be like, oh, that Miguel performance was really good. And it, it wasn't. It was very underwhelming. That Miguel performance was fantastic. You thought that was good? I mean, I wish Wiz wasn't there. But aside from that, Miguel was great. He was okay. Nah, Miguel, Miguel, Miguel. Miguel won a lot of people over. Good. Okay. Well, then cool. Forget my opinion. Cool. I mean, the, the problem is, is what's weird is I, I prefer hearing Adorn when it's stripped down. So yes. like that whole intro sounded way better. Yes, that's that's what threw me off. Absolutely, I love that whole intro. Who can sing? Yes, he can. I still don't really like his album like that. It's got some moment like it, it doesn't all pull together for me for some reason. But I, I went back and listened to it again after that. That's how much I like the performance. So 
I, that's what I did too all day uh, Monday. I was just listening to, to records that won Grammys. Mm. Listen to a little Frank Ocean. I still listen to Frank. I listen again. Listen again. Uh, it's too bad he couldn't perform Pyramids. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there is no. I think after uh, Nikki's performance last year, that's never going to happen again. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I think he could figure Pyramids out. Not on a Grammy stage. Because that needs, like you said, that needs a gaudy, not safe for work. Like that needs like a really crazy. I still haven't seen that video. Is that video like in that? In is it? Does it match the song? It does. It definitely matches the song. He could have done Crack Rock. You know, I think America would have loved that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All right. <laughs> crack I'm Rock saying, is great. I think he. I think Sweet Life with a live band. It shows his range. It's a very musical song. I think it would have been dope. I think Lost would have been great too. Lost would have been dope too. Um. Awesome. Definitely not thinking about you. Uh, thinking about you is great. It's a great song. It's a it's an amazing. That, that song. got nominated for something, didn't it? Yeah, it got nominated for uh, record of the year. So yeah, record know. of the year. I mean, that's not a bad choice to. Yeah, but I, I, I again, I wanted it to be gaudy. Okay, that's that's super stripped down. Um, that's um, what, what else? else can you talk about? Um, okay, real really quick. Um, well, I guess since we're talking about performances, why was, why was there no hip-hop at the awards? Jay-Z won. Um, you know, your man Hit Boy got two Grammys for uh, Niggas in Paris. Um, but people were very upset that there was no representation of hip-hop on the li- actual live show. Now, do you, are, you, are you a part of that audience or do you not care? Or do you um, understand? <clears throat> trying to think here. Well, so, you know, you had Jay doing a little guest appearance. You had LL Cool J up there. Yeah. Um. Trying There's to no pull. representation of the nominees. So the Drake nominee. didn't perform. Ross didn't perform. Wale didn't perform. Yeah. I, <laughs> so I would say Drake doesn't have... Well, it's interesting. I mean, I guess they... See, the Grammys are so far behind that Drake would have had to perform something off the next album. Um, I thought he would have did started... He probably would have did started from That's the what I mean. Yeah. Um, I still can't believe No Church in the Wild won a Grammy. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Come on. Baby. I think just, I think just, you know what it is? I think the voters for that, well, first of all, the, the fact that there's a best rap slash song collaboration category is hysterical. Right. Right. Um, but I think that, I think I'm pretty sure the voters were like, Jay-Z, Kanye West, this new Frank Ocean guy we're hearing about. Let's do it. Is that the one song that I heard on the car commercial? Which one? All of them. <laughs> Car commercials and action films. Uh, yeah, the Great Gatsby uh, trailer. I think I, I think that Denzel Washington, in order for him to do a movie, he like part of his deal is like that song has to be in the movie. So <laughs> <laughs> like three Denzel Washington movies. I, I'm trying. I'm, I'm trying to find the best. Uh, let's see. Best. So like best rap performance. Like all Just right. N- name off the nominees. Just name off the nominees. All right. Uh, Jay and Kanye. Yep. Um, you had, uh, Drake and Wayne. What, uh, HYFR? Yep. You had Nas Daughters. Okay. You had Kanye and Good Music Mercy. Okay. Young Jeezy, Jay, Andre, I do. Now, can you see any of those on a Grammy stage? Any of those records being performed? Um, six months ago, Mercy was big enough. They might've been able to pull that off. Maybe. Maybe. Um... And you know, a year ago they might have been able to pull off 
Uh, I'll, I'll call it Ball So Hard. Otis? <laughs> I think they would have done something like anti, just, you know. Well, the problem, I mean, so the problem with, it's funny, Dang. right? Because the Throne album dropped August of 2011. Mm-hmm. It's just that Ball So Hard was such a big single that they could include it this year. Yeah. Because the rest of those nominees, those aren't really what I call big singles, right? The Grammy, Not- the Grammys have a problem with hip hop right now. Yeah. I mean, they've historically had problems with hip hop. All right, so like best rap song. Right, you get Snoop and Wiz featuring Bruno Mars, Young, Wild, and Free. Wow. You get Drake and Wayne, The Motto. Wow. You get Kanye featuring Good Music, Mercy. Okay. You get I see you yawning. You got Wale, Lotus Flower Bomb. Wow. Nas, Daughters. Okay. Jay and Kanye, Ball So Hard. I mean, come on. Th- those are. That's you, like that's like on that's like like back on like King of the Ring where like. The, there'd be like the eight wrestlers and you knew far and away like yeah he's gonna win this year yeah and who knows you know it might have been that they wanted to get jay and kanye to perform and like kanye if kanye's still anti-awards right if kanye's not there you kind of can't do that song right it'd be weird and jay doesn't have anything else new out so he can't do that yet yeah but i'm saying so you're right. i guess the only obvious person to maybe get up there would have been drake um yeah. Do you want, I don't know, do you want him to do start from the bottom? Well, that, but that, so that's what I'm saying. So, like, I mean, I understand what people are complaining, but if you look at the nominees, so if you're going to make a complaint, I would start with who they nominate, right? who they nominate. I mean, like, best rap album. I mean, The Roots, who get nominated for best rap album every year. Every year. Even though that record's from December 2011. Hmm. Um, Lupe, Food and Liquor 2, who gets nominated oh. because he's Lupe. Oh. Um, Life is Good. Okay. God Forgives I Don't. Okay. Based on a true story. True Chains got nominated for best album of the year. Yeah, for Boats got nominated for best rap album. <laughs> so that's why he came dressed like Vampire in Brooklyn. <laughs> got it. Um, so they nominate bad songs or not bad songs. They I, do you think it's the Grammys fault or do you think it's Urban Music's fault for the type of songs that they put out? I'm putting, I'm placing blame everywhere. I, I wouldn't disagree with what you're saying there. Sure. Um, I would say that we get a lot of these singles that will like bubble up and then drop down and bubble up and drop down. So when you do have a song that is so big, like ball so hard, yep. right? That's going to, that's going to stick, you know? You know what, man? I, I think, I think that urban music's problem is they don't think far enough. I think they're just good with being, you know, good with being the man in their hood. Nobody wants to like branch out and make a pop record that still that brings pop to hip hop as opposed to, you know, doing a, a flow rider or a pitbull thing, which is, you know, kind of like the idea. And even Kanye's versions of, I mean, you've got like Mercy, like that's, that's nah, a, that's still an urban record to me. It's a little too little too uh, urban for uh, for the Grammys. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And then plus the personas. Like, do you do you want you watch their performance? Have you seen Good Music perform Mercy? Yeah. Do you want that on a Grammy? Does that fit on a Grammy stage? It no. doesn't at all. So I think the timing hurt them a little bit. If if Kanye West was an anti Grammy and if he were ready to like reemerge. Yeah. Right. That's an obvious choice. You no, you'd want him to do um, uh, the one record at the Grammys. Uh, Way Too Cold. <laughs> You want him to come out and just be all dis. You want him to do his verse on New God Flow acapella. Be disrespectful. 
Yeah, you want to be disrespectful. Gold face. Gold, I almost called him gold face. Ghost, ghost face standing behind him with the robe on. With the mask. You got to have the mask on. We go so should he have school. the mask and the mask? Should he have the mask with the with the black hoodie and the machete? Or should he have like the, the mask with the robe and the championship belt and the eagle? Well, you need the eagle. But the eagle's not until Bulletproof Wallets, right? Yeah, you can mix and match. It's all good. That's what I was thinking. I'm thinking mix and match. But no, but, I, I would say... Um, well, I mean, if you want to get a really big picture, part of it is that um, because we talked, you know, way back on Collect Radio Speakers, we talked about hip hop mixing with R and B, right? And sort of the it used to be that you know, go back to when we were kids in the '90s, it was okay. R and B started adopting like same type of samples that hip hop hip hop was using, some of those classic break beats and stuff like that. And then you take it to where it is now, where you, you know you get these. Um, I would say that in terms of radio, I don't really know where I'm going with this point. I, to me, categories don't fit how hip-hop and, and really just urban music in general, hip-hop and R&B, I don't think that the Grammy categories accurately reflect the reality of people's listening habits and how radio programs. Right, This is very much like a early 2000s way of thinking about urban music. Right. Right. I agree. I think that's a problem all in itself. Um, how do you feel about Nas not winning? Um, eh, you know, Worlds and Addiction is on that album. <laughs> Summers on Smash is on that album. Yo, um, What's, did, did I ask you this on the Life Is Good? Like, which one you you like the least between Summer on Smash and Braveheart Party? Oh, Braveheart Party's worse than worse than Summer on Smash. Braveheart Party's so bad they had to like strip it off the album. Well, Pretend yeah, just yeah, uh huh. More like Mary <laughs> J was like, I can't be associated with that song. Um, the beat has no samples in it. Yeah, like I mean, it's, it's funny, right? Life is good. Um, you know, got hurt by the fact that Take Care was eligible because. You know, you can make so maybe you think that Life is Good really was better than Kendrick's album, was the best rap album from last year. Was it better than Take Care? No. Well, you and I think that. No, most people, well, most people, the thing is, is that people just don't like Drake. And Nas is kind of like the, the, the underdog. So he has a story right now that's worth cheering for him. So, you know, he puts out a, not bad album he puts out a good album and of course because he's Nas because he's a history of bad albums and because of his history with Khalees and all these other things he almost has like a um like a victim sort of like a, he's like Rudy <laughs> <laughs> no man look I love that movie don't don't call Nas Rudy I'm just saying like he you know they they put him out on the field no 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 he's not Rudy he's um radio <laughs> I no I I, I think yeah, I don't know. I feel like if Nas puts out an album, if The Roots put out an album, and if Lupe puts out an album, they're going to get nominated every year. If Jay puts out an album, if Kanye puts an al- out an album, they're going to get nominated every year. List. And I think at this point, Drake probably gets nominated every year from here on out as well. So List. it's just a question of who's got albums that fit into the Grammy cycle, and is there room for anybody else? Ayo, Grammys. <laughs> did y'all listen to Food and Liquor too? Because we did. <laughs> And that is one of the worst albums easily of 2012. E- easily. 
e- very easily. It was like like we made a space for it. Like it, it it was like it was like when you when you choose teams for kickball at recess and you already know the first two people that are going to get picked. That was it. Like the chief, even, the chief Keith album was better. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. There's not a there's not a song on Lupe's album that's better than uh, "Laughing to the Bank." <laughs> that's not true. <laughs> there's probably one song on there at least that's better than that catastrophe. <laughs> oh man. Oof. Anyway, but yeah, I, 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 yeah, I'd rather I'd rather sit there and listen to you know three hundred. Yeah, three hundred is hard. Three hundred is dope. I'm not mm. mad at that record at all. But yeah, man, I'm cool. I'm, I'm, yeah. Um, what else are we supposed to talk we, about? We could, do, do you, do you even want to talk about LL Cool J's performance? Um, I just want to say that if, if there was no, I'll say this really quick. If there was people are mad at the the lack of representation of hip hop at the Grammys, and you have one of the faces of hip hop hosting the show, like what more can you? Yeah. You don't think he's a face of hip hop in 2013? No, he's the dude on the CBS show. He is. He, he was the face of CBS last night. Oh, my God. He got a lot of FaceTime last night outside of the Grammys. I will say that. But, I mean, you know, he's got an album coming out in April. So he, I, I'm, I'm really surprised that he, he finagled his way into closing the show. He, he's on CBS. Like, CBS will take people who, like, the, CBS gets a say in who hosts. Ah. Right? Like... CBS had some other award show. I forget what it was, like maybe the People's Choice Awards, and maybe not a big one, but they had like one of their like stars from like the Big Bang Theory or whatever host that. Happens all the time. Gotcha. Okay. Right? So with LL Cool J, you get the opportunity, you get the, you know, he's on CBS, which means we get to promote the heck out of the Grammys, sure. you know, because we get to promote him. He's got an album coming out. So there's sure. going to, you know, oh, okay. man, that song is bad. Yeah. I mean, you think, jeez, you think. Chuck D on the hook. No, nah, as soon Chuck as I D. saw that lineup, I knew it was a mess. <laughs> At least he didn't perform Ratchet. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I'm, I'm, yeah I'm, I'm cool. I, I like the idea. You know, they, they did the dedication to the Beastie Boys, you know. I mean, I like how he tried to keep it hip-hop. He didn't perform like, you know, he wasn't, you know, doing, you know, Hush or Paradise or something like that. He didn't do one of his overly girl records. So I, I guess I can appreciate that. And he had energy. I mean, the performance wasn't bad. It's no, just no, a, him, him, and him and Chuck D had energy. It's just not a good song. This wasn't a good song. Right. And that's, I mean, you know. Do, I guess. Do, go ahead. No, I was gonna say. Do you do you want to talk about how, how how did you feel about Timberlake's performance? We talked about his new music earlier, but we were gonna talk about his performance. Uh it was cool. It was cool. I didn't think it was like, oh my god, amazing. Like like other people did, I thought it was well put together. I thought it was very well. I thought it was very polished. Yeah, thought, you know, it, it it was on point for a performance. It was on point, but I'm I wasn't expecting you know, I wasn't expecting Tim like to come out with you know the puka shells and the racing the long sleeve fitted racing jersey and the um the 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 uh, the cargo pants the with the lime green stitching in him. And for him to start pop locking and then all of a sudden the other four members of Instinct come out and they start dancing too. And then here comes Michael Jackson and they start, they all start dancing. I wasn't expecting any of that. You know, I pretty much I pretty much got what I expected. I'll say that. I got what I expected. You? I thought Suit and Tie was cool. Um, but I, I really like Push a Love Girl. I like that performance a lot. Um, I think his live shows are going to be incredible. Yeah. 
Yeah. So, you know, they're they're him and Jay are, are allegedly it's rumored that they're going on a 10 city stadium, stadium tour. tour. Yeah. Um, if I had money, I would go see that. But, you know, I don't want to make a rent payment to go see a concert. And the nose bleeds. Yeah. Because I'm um, so 10 city stadium tour. So, you know, they're doing at least one night in New York. Oh, at least two in the Barclays. At least. Uh, I, I, no, I don't know. No, they're doing stadiums. Not arenas, stadiums. So what's considered a stadium in New York? That means you That's... go to Giant Stadium. Oh. If they're really doing stadium shows, that's when it's like 70,000 people. Uh, like Kind of like what J&M did in Detroit. Yeah, but that was even at, uh, I think that was at the baseball stadium, right? That was at Yankee Stadium. Yeah, Jay did, they did Yankee, Yankee Stadium. stadium and, even and... those, like those are even small. Like if you can pull off like, you know, I'm going into the Superdome and playing. Or I'm going to go into pull te- off, um um cowboy stadium that's what i'm saying like can you i can't even imagine you know maybe maybe make some of those (laughs) make some of those tickets cheap right fill up those nose 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 bleeds (laughs) yeah um oh what was i gonna say oh you because you saw you know beyonce announced her tour after uh, the super bowl and tickets went on sale yesterday oh did they really i'm sure they were crazy oh like 20 minutes they're already, I mean, maybe like an hour after they went on sale, they were already resales for $1,500 hmm. at least. So crazy, 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 crazy. So um, what else we need to talk about from the Grammys? Uh, let's talk. Let's talk about your man. Uh, we talked about the dream. Did we talk about the dream? Did we, we talk about the dream? We, we didn't talk about uh, what he wore. The dream's hat, plural. Um, I wanted that. I wanted that on a shirt until... You know, it was a rat. I, I would like to wear a boys in the hood shirt. As soon as I saw a glimpse of him wearing that, I think I was tweeting immediately. <laughs> and you're not you're not really a, a tweet heavy person during award shows. I, I might be on my other Twitter account, but not on my not on my S not a Z account. Um, <laughs> but um, I just had to speak out because look, it's the Grammys, man. This is not 2000. It's not even 2008. Like, come on, man. He, he I agree. He's not he's not a kid anymore. I agree. But the point that I was the point that I wanted to make with that is the false perception that hip hop has grown up because it's not. You know what I'm saying? I think that, you know, wearing more fitted clothes and you know, People wearing suits and all that stuff, and you know, rock aware and, and fat farm and all that stuff kind of getting played out. Fat farm. <laughs> fat farm. <laughs> oh man, how many fat farm shirts did you own? Oh, a gang of them. Are you serious? <laughs> like half of my closet, all I wore was fat farm and Nietzsche. I think I had a couple of RP55 shirts. I was all over the place. Middle school was all Mecca, Maurice Malone. I had my favorite of those of that era. I had this big this shirt was way too big for me. I, I must have looked like I don't know a cancer patient because this thing was swimming on me. It was this oversized Tommy Hilfiger logo, but like it was the stitching was like out from the shirt a little bit. Yeah. Oh man. I'm gonna bring Tommy Hilfiger back. This I'm gonna bring back those old Tommy Hilfiger shirts, and I'm gonna bring back Fubu jerseys. No, not Fubu jerseys. I'm sorry, not Fubu jerseys. The old Fubu shirts that had the FB stitched on. Mm. Bringing those back. Bet on it. Let me find. <laughs> Those those used to be crazy. Good, um, you, you you could maybe you know maybe open up for L Cool J when he's on tour. Y'all can rock the pant leg up, 
You know, I'm bringing back. Yo, <laughs> when the weather changes, I'm bringing back one pant leg. You think I'm joking? I'm so serious. Oh. I'm bringing back mid nineties. Oh, I watched the. Um, I found myself on YouTube watching the Sporty Thieves No Pigeons video. <laughs> and they had those Willie Esco jerseys, those Willie football Esco. jerseys that zipped up in the yeah. middle. Yes. Man, I had one. I had an orange and blue one. I had a, a Denver Broncos one. Man. Oof. Struggle, struggle times. Um, so, so you're saying. So, my, so because the, the music is still largely immature from content wise, from the way that the artists carry themselves. Like, I'm not going to take you serious because you have a suit on. You still, the, your mentality doesn't match what you're wearing. So I agree. You know, so when I see the dream wearing that, yeah, it's ignorant, da 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 da. But like I was saying, like people like to say, "Yo, I'm bringing the bringing the hood to the Grammys." Like some people just think like that, and it's and that's a large, there's that is a large populace of a mentality in hip hop. So when I see that, I, I'm not even mad. I'm surprised more so that it came from the dream. Yeah, you're trying to make like look, you know. I mean, I'm sorry. Wasn't he wearing a tux on the cover in 1977? Haven't we established that Dream has a weird sort of style? Didn't me and you talk about that on his uh, on his discography or his um, his uh, retrospective that you can find on ClockRadioSpeakers.com? I I don't uh, I don't remember. But even still, I, you know, it's the Grammys, man. It's the Grammys. Like I, no. I don't know. I, I would. Me personally, I would love to go to the Grammys and just like dress up. And if I had like money like that, man, listen, my suit would be so tough. I'd be super clean. I'd probably still be scruffy, but that'd be the point. It's not like it's not like he's a young kid who's who's still you know th- thinking foolishly. It's not like he's never had experience. It's not like he's never had success. It felt sort of. <sighs> Calculate like sort of forced. He just yeah, looked honestly. He looked too old to be wearing that. I'll agree with that. Okay, I'll agree with that. Um, how old is the dream? Yeah, see, the, do you know how old the dream is? How old is the dream? Son? The dream is thirty-five years old. Nah, B. Yeah. Nah. No, no, no. I'm saying nah for what he was for 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 what he was wearing. Not for a thirty-five-year-old at the Grammy. And that obviously wasn't his first trip to the Grammys. He's no. A few times. His yeah. career has been going on. For, he's, I'm sure he has Grammys. I, yeah. Well, hold on. Let's see here. Uh, you'd think he, he must have got something for his work with... Uh, At least Beyonce. Yeah. Something. 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 But, um... Yeah, hold up. Awards. Let's see. Yeah, he won... He's got one. So he won last year. <laughs> he won last year for All the Lights. Ah. I'm sorry. That was two years ago. All the Lights. He won. And then he won two in, uh, in 2010. Because uh, Single Ladies won Song of the Year. Did it? Yeah. And it won Best R&B Song. Did it? Yeah. So, I mean... Dude had three Grammys. Now he's got four Grammys. Yeah. All right, man. Wow. You know, it's like cool out. Cool. (laughs) No one's used that phrase a decade. I still use cool out. Cool out. 
We bring it all back. You can listen to Diggle Planets this week, Doc. <laughs> no, but I've been listening to a lot of old Primo. Um, yeah. Trying to think what else. Uh, so, you know, Rihanna performed. Rihanna performed. Oh, um, um, uh, the, friend, the, the friend of Clack Radio Speakers, Lecrae won. Uh, gospel album of the year. We should wrap. We should wrap up this little this first episode for this week with uh with this. Okay, let's do it. Um, so we we talked previously when we talked nominations. We talked about how he was nominated for best gospel album, and I think you and I had a conversation more or less like, well, what exactly is a gospel album? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was funny. <laughs> CCM. That was a hilarious conversation. Um, right. So he won. He won. Um, he won against some some heavyweights. Uh, Marvin Sapp, James Fortune, those are those are some gospel heavyweights, and he he won. So you know, congratulations to him. I know people who worked on the album. Shout out to Swoop, shout out to Wit. Um, extremely happy for those dudes. Um, I guess now the 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 two things have come from. I'm not even going to acknowledge the third, but two things, two points have come from this performance or from this 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 win. One is now will Christian hip hop be taken seriously as a genre? Um, I'm gonna say no. Yeah, that's a no. Um, I'll tell you. I'll tell you why. Just real quick. You know, he he it's, he wasn't even nominated for anything in any of the non gospel categories. So until he gets there, no. And even I- then, he'll still be the the token gospel artist. I don't think that's that's not the angle that I necessarily want to use. Okay. I think the angle that I want to use is because to me a Grammy is a Grammy. Dog, if I win Grammy for best floor sweeper, no, 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 no. Grammy. I'm not. I'm not talking. No, dude, won a Grammy. Congratulations. But I'm saying in terms of like, is this going to make Christian hip hop take it more serious? No. Oh, you're gonna take me more serious if I win a Grammy for best floor sweeper. I'm gonna do like DJ Paul and Juicy J when they won the uh, the Oscar. I'm going to carry it everywhere. You're going to be the coming to America floor sweepers, man. You're going to be putting that, that work in, that pride. Yep. You take on the oh, Grammy. Oh, absolutely. Oh, my God. Um, but um, no, I think, I think the problem is, and you and I have talked about this in depth. Anytime we, we review a Christian hip-hop project, Christian hip-hop is not going to be, ter- be taken serious until it stops acknowledging itself as Christian hip-hop. Mm. So once that happens, then, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? I... I know I, I learned this week that, you know, when you submit your album to be nominated, because you have to submit your album to be nominated, um, you kind of submit the categories that you uh, go into. Yep. So I, I'm, I'm sure, you know, knowing Lecrae and knowing people on his team and knowing people who know people on his team, I'm sure that he went and, and went, went in the hip hop category. But of course, he fell back and did the gospel category too, almost like it was secondary, you know, like, oh, and. Since we're here, we might as well, because it's weird because for the last year, since he's gotten all this press on ESPN, CNN and all this, all this stuff in Time magazine, he's just he's not he's saying I'm not a Christian. I'm not a Christian artist. I just create art that is based on my life. And since my life is submitted to Christ, that is reflected in my art. Okay, cool. But don't dodge the Christian hip hop title. And then when you get the title, like you get something within the confines of that title, then you want to celebrate the title. Like just stop. And I'm, I'm not just, if you are an artist who's, who is just so happens to be a Christian, like stop titling yourself, just make art and whatever people are going to title it and market and, and define it as remember Lupe was the skateboard rapper. Did he just take that title and say, you know what? I'm going to be a skateboard rapper. No, 
There was a point when uh, Lupe was the Muslim rapper. Did he say, you know what, I'm going to make more music about um, the Muslim faith? No. He just continued to make art that he believed was true to him. And do people call him the, the skateboard rapper now? No. Do people call him the Muslim rapper? No. They call him the crazy rapper. But he doesn't have those titles anymore because he wasn't walking around parading them. So just stop doing it. They call him Whoopi Fiasco, I believe. <laughs> was he wearing shoes at the show? Was he wearing shoes at the Grammys or was he wearing those toe socks? I don't know. Uh, I, I saw the whoopee glasses. I saw the... I was just like, nah, nah. I just... <sighs> Dude's looking like an extra from a Arrested Development video. I Looking like Arrested Development. He's very, very speechy. <laughs> Game of Horseshoes. Game, Game of Horseshoes. Yeah, no, I... Uh, yeah, I don't, think, I don't think I have anything else to add to the Lecrae conversation. Um, the one thing I will say is that I think that one thing that he might be able to do is if he wanted to, and this is, this would be actually a really terrible avenue to sort of like from an ethical standpoint, I wouldn't advocate for this, but he could certainly for next year or for in following years, you know, cause there's always these, like, there's sort of like a pre get nominated, mm-hmm. right? You could sort he you, you know, his PR people and whatever that you could start to drum up. You could start to have stories like, well, this, you know, why isn't, why is Lecrae only in the gospel category? Why isn't he being taken seriously? Is it because he's Christian? Are they are they biased against that? Like you you could go down that lane. I don't think that's ethically wrong. You don't think, think that's ethically that, wrong? No. Okay. If you if you because what to me what that and, and please if you're listening to this episode please hit me up on Twitter <laughs> use or, the hashtag or, clock radio use speakers. the hashtag clock radio speakers let me know if I'm wrong because to me what that does is that challenges the mindset of people who feel like they have to label things you know when you when people. When people talk about church, they don't say, like, people will say, I'm a Muslim. People will say, I'm a Buddhist. People will say, I'm agnostic. People will say, I'm an atheist. People won't say, I'm a Christian. People will say, I'm Baptist. I'm Protestant. Those are all still, despite the differences, those are still within the Christian wheelhouse. Um, So if you're challenging that mindset, that a large or a, a large enough portion of Christianity is largely divided in even the simple things. And you say, hmm, why was he only acknowledged um, in the Christian categories? Shouldn't he be acknowledged in the hip hop category too? I think that challenges the mindset and that, that creates an opportunity to break down those walls of, um, uh, of, of, of compartmentaling, compartmentaling. Breaking stuff down, putting stuff in boxes. <laughs> let, me, let, me, let me tell you why I'd have a problem with that. Because at least the way that you know our society works now, the conver- at that point, the conversation would stop being, "Well, is this album good enough on its merits?" That's, that's and what it would, you want, right? But it wouldn't even get there. It wouldn't once you once it becomes the oh, is it because of this sort of thing? Now it's not about is this album good enough. Now this now it's all about it. Now it's all about religion. Okay. And people you. and people get like and then and then people will overreact. Yeah. Okay. I agree with that. Okay. I agree with that. And with that with that being said, I think we're cutting off. I guess this is the first episode for this week. Yeah, I guess we're doing too. This is gonna be a long night. Clock radio speakers. Um, thank you everybody. Uh, let us know what you think about our opinions about the Grammys, um, about Timberlake's new music, all that. Use the hashtag Clock Radio Speakers. Hit us up on Twitter. Um, rate and review us on iTunes, as always. 
And uh, you got anything else, man? Nope. See you guys on side B.